Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. The intergalactic boombox. What do you call a goth who lives in the South? Oh, uh, that's easy. Your alternative. Fair enough. So, my wife shot me with the nail gun today. Oh? She must think I'm a stud. What did a buffalo say when his son went to college? I don't know. Bye, son. Oh, hey, check it out. Walter W. boosted 10 sats and says, One sat for no funny jokes. Sorry, bruh. Walter gave us one sat. Yeah, so be funny, man. Okay, I I got this, I got this. I doubt it. What do you call a pony with a sore throat? A little horse. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what did the janitor say when he jumped out the closet? Uh, Supplies. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, how do you make seven even? Take away the S. All right. I, I guess we should stop while we're ahead. Too late, bruh. Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox. I'm Kyle Hebert, a voice actor piloting the universe's only podcasting spaceship, inhabited by a cast of characters that erupt from my head, or I somehow convince you they're actually real. Here, the term alien intelligence is a contradiction. Speaking of, I am joined in the studio by Asmer, an alien who speaks in commercial jingles and movie quotes. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. It's like your version of ASMR, right? Now, I know you guys can't see him since this is an audio podcast. He looks like a beach ball with a bunch of bananas up top like a hairdo. Hey, Asmer, how old are you? It's not the years. It's the mileage. So it's October. Halloween season, my favorite time of the year. Asmer, what do you think about Halloween? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. Huzzah! I love marathoning horror flicks. Actually, really good stuff in the theaters right now, too. Barbarian and Smile. And the new Hellraiser has rave reviews on Hulu. I just picked up a couple of 4Ks. I got uh, the Criterion Night of the Living Dead and Fright Night. Asmer, do you have a favorite horror movie? Groovy. Ah, Evil Dead 2. Speaking of, Army of Darkness just got a new 4K steelbook. Just ordered that. In the past five years, I've gone digital just to save shelf space and maybe snap some exclusive commentary or special features that are only on streaming. But more often than not, physical media has all those goodies. Then after I spent the money, I realized it's probably uploaded on YouTube somewhere. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Yes. Asmer, that's what all we geeks tell our non-geek significant others all the time. Let's give a tip of our hats to our sat cats. These are folks who not only listen to the show, but support it with value for value using a podcasting 2.0 app. Hobbit Nuts sent a thousand sats and said, I want Kinspiracy to review old weird movies and books, Clockwork Orange and such. Vidi well, me droogies. Hey, Ken, what do you think about doing weird movie reviews? Dad, come it, Herbert. I'm working on all the news you can't use. Why don't you bribe someone else to tackle reviews you can't use? Besides, I don't have time to watch a bunch of hooey. Uh, okay. Give me that microphone. Good God, what are you? Oh, that's Asmer. He's an alien. I knew aliens were real. yippee ki I can sum up all my thoughts on all media. They're all lying to you, manipulating your minds, subliminal messages in everything you watch. They're all trying to orchestrate a new world order. And unfortunately, there's no fries with that, and their ice cream machine is broken in perpetuity. Thank you. Drive through. 96 sats got boosted from Hunter's F770 on the Fountain app and says, Jack Spurco sent me, and I'm glad he did. Awesome show. Thank 
Thank you, Hunters, and thank you, Jack. Boosting with a custom amount and custom message with a Podcasting 2.0 app is the only way to obtain a limited edition Intergalactic Boombox sticker. Boost at least 25,000 sats. That's roughly $5. Include your email in the message, and I'll, I'll get in touch for your mailing address. Open to U.S. residents only. 200 sats from Andy Boley. HP Guy 1PT gave 50 sats and says, I'm faster than Fernando Alonso. Antronella gave 50 sats and says, ha ha ha. Bitcoin Base gave 1,000 sats. Thank you. JOS gave 400 sats. And I, Dad Dude gave 251. <laughs> Question of the week. What trading cards did you collect growing up? Last week I mentioned Kiss and Star Wars. They all had various uh, different colored borders. But I don't think I ever completed any set. Not until I became much older. But boy, I had like dozens of uh, repeats. Top WK1 boosted 238 sats and says, I used to collect the Looney Tunes baseball card series with holograms in the early 90s. Found the last one in 2013 in eBay. It now sits in a box and I did not think about it till the question of the week. Very nice, very nice. Puerto Rican Ranger says, Yu-Gi-Oh cards which I was a pro at, and Pokemon cards, which I did know how to play and probably still don't. Christopher Madsen, baseball cards. I still have a box with cards from 89 to 92. No clue how much they're worth, but they're in stellar condition. Jason Carden had a short stint with DBZ trading cards, and we didn't have an adult Gohan, though, since the Cell Saga was still airing as new. Harley Novak says Marvel and WCW. Michael Connell said Magic the Gathering. Brian said DBZ, DBGT, Yu Yu Hakusho, Yu-Gi-Oh, Inuyasha, and Naruto. And Divine Nick says wrestling cards, and I guess footy cards for me. Footy? Is that football or, or feet? No question. What's your favorite feature on cell phones? Is it design? Do you dig those new foldable Samsungs? Or you like the bigger screens or the smaller ones? Phones that can shoot 8K? Or the quality of the camera is the biggest draw for you? Or the speed? Every year the processing gets a little bit better. Apps load faster. The whole phone just performs a lot more smoothly. I'm an iPhone guy and I used to upgrade every year. So my wife was like, you know, you don't have to upgrade a perfectly good phone every year. So I skipped last year's iPhone. But I did just get the iPhone Pro Max. And I can tell the differences. So tell me, whatever cell phone you're rocking, an iPhone, Android, a dumb phone, boost your reply on a podcasting 2.0 app. Boost! Or Boombox Pod on Twitter. Come on to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. Bruce Willis might have retired from on camera due to his unfortunate health issues. There was a recent development, but not in the way you think. News broke that Bruce had signed over the rights for deep fake performances in future film projects. That has since been debunked. However, he did sign off on his likeness to be CG'd onto a performer in a telecom commercial airing in Russia. Check the link in the show notes. So watch it. It's short, but pretty convincing. The company, Deep Cake... See what they did there? Animated a much younger image of Bruce over a body double. Between this and James Earl Jones approving AI taking over for his voice, I wonder how many more celebs are going to choose technology to have their digitally enhanced performances created long after they're gone. Health or age? Totally get it. But what about vanity? Is like Brad Pitt going to be 80 while computers spit out deep fakes of him looking 30 with his voice fabricated from his old movies to teach the computer to whip up his double? Or will the Academy have to create a whole new category for digitally enhanced performances? And it goes from an actor accepting the Best Actor Award to hundreds of people who actually created that performance standing on a crowded stage. That wouldn't be awkward at all. Some more Halloween-ish scoop, director Robert Eggers of The Witch, The Lighthouse, and The Northman has announced his much-rumored project that doesn't have the in the title, a reimagining 
of the silent-era vampire classic Nosferatu. It'll star Bill Skarsgård, who is returning to horror after freaking the world out with his take on Pennywise. This time, as Nosferatu's bloodsucker Count Orlock, it's set to also star Johnny Depp's daughter Lily Rose Depp. Deadline says, quote, Nosferatu is a gothic tale of obsession between a haunted young woman in 19th century Germany and the ancient Transylvanian vampire who stalks her, bringing untold horror with him. <laughs> Yeah, Bill Skarsgård is, uh, that's some inspired casting right there. Plus, he can do that wonky eye thing that freaks everyone out. Maybe his next role could be as Jeff Bezos. In what truly sounds like a 4 a.m., now hear me out, conversation, The Matrix will continue, but not with another sequel. Oh, no. This time, the franchise is going in a whole new direction that sounds like a headline from The Onion. But I assure you, this is legit. I saw it on Collider. The Matrix is getting a hip-hop dance adaptation called Free Your Mind under the direction of Danny Boyle. Yes, that Danny Boyle. Train spotting 28 days later. You know, red pill, blue pill, someone's definitely been downing some kind of pills. The production was commissioned by and will debut at the Factory International. It's an art venue based in Manchester. Chester, England. Keanu and the movie series cast won't be involved, or at least there's no mention of him. Who needs bullet time when you could just have a dance-off, bro? What would you say is the most popular Halloween song of all time? No, John Carpenter's theme song doesn't count. Elvis thought it was the dumbest thing he ever heard. I speak of the Monster Mash. You know it was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. Starting in 1962 by Bobby Pickett, doing an impression of Boris Karloff, a horror icon from Universal Studios. Pickett said that the Monster Mash was written in just a few hours, and his vocals were done in a single take. The sounds of the bubbling lab are simply a straw blowing into water, chains being clanged around, all that created in the studio. Yay, Foley work. Pickett said the residuals paid his rent for decades, so he had no complaints. People have historically dismissed musicians for being one-hit wonders, but royalty checks for eternity? That sure sounds like a good trade-off. From my top-secret underground bunker in Pahrump, Nevada, where if you call the apocalypse the acrocalypse, me and you are going to tussle. Conspiracy here with all the news you can't use. Page one. Drones are a simultaneously awesome and horrible creation. They make amazing aerial shots for movies and TV, but can also be used to spy on you. Of course, you'd hear it coming a mile away thanks to that infernal buzzing sound. Is that a swarm of bees? Or propaganda after I pull his finger? Are you here? Nope, 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 propaganda, nope, go away. Dennis. I'm doing the news. Now shoot. Okay. Companies want to make things more convenient for consumers and save money by taking away delivery jobs by deploying drones to handle all sorts of deliveries. A company called Wing, owned by a subsidiary of Google's parent company Alphabet, down in Australia, was attempting to drop off some food and needed to make an emergency landing, but instead landed on power lines. Catching fire and cutting electricity for 2,000 homes and businesses. 45 minutes later, power was restored and the food in the drone somehow survived the crash and was still hot. I say hire some drivers to deliver free meals to everyone in that area. With a company called Wing, I'm now hungry for chicken, but I'll stick to deep fried, not drone fried. Thank you very much. Page two. 
Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Or hurricanes of any gender that cause millions of dollars in property damage. What did we ever do to Mother Nature? Oh yeah, people chose to live where natural disasters are a given. It's like wisdom is chasing them and will never catch up. When a Category 4 storm is coming at you like Overwatch 2 nerds on a server, folks in hurricane country don't have to just trust the putts on TV throwing in dad jokes while giving the forecast. <laughs> dad jokes. But there's some idiot podcasters who start their show with them. Ken, I resemble that remark. Uh, you resemble my tidy whities after Taco Tuesday. Ew. Anywho, enter the Waffle House Index. Waffle House is a regional chain of breakfast joints that are always open 24-7. Like my ex-wife. If a joint that's open round the clock all year long is suddenly closed, you know something's rotten in Denver. In this case, Florida. Denver's got their hands full, answering for apocalyptic murals, lizard people underground, and Blucifer, that demonic horse statue that sits at the entrance. But I digress. A meteorologist and some members of the Florida National Guard started color-coding severe weather-affected areas back in 2004. While stuffing their face at different Waffle House locations, they noticed menu changes going from full to limited depending on the weather. So they crafted the Waffle House Index. Green for full menu, yellow for limited, and assigning red, meaning we're closed. The index isn't officially recognized, however, the menu patterns certainly indicate if the supply chain is running smooth or if it's backed up like me before my morning coffee. If you're moaning because you can't get your hands on your precious smothered and covered hash browns, here's an idea. Open your fridge and cook what you got, sweetheart. Page 3. The Environmental Protection Agency in Brazil recently investigated a 60-foot waterfall that was dyed blue. A couple were having a gender reveal party and felt like scratching their creative itch. Except that itch got infected. When the waterfall turned blue, the crowd were tipped off that a baby boy would be evacuating the womb eventually. Cheers abounds, thunderous applause, and oh yeah, a drought-stricken local town's water supply became tainted. No fish were harmed. Or people. I guess that counts too. After an investigation, it turns out a relative of the couple was responsible and was fined. You know, that's a hell of a story for Junior one day. My advice to him, just tell everyone the family was overly excited for the Avatar sequel. And I'm spent. That's all the news you can't use. Conspiracy here, from my dump next to a sub pump in Pahrump. Aw, look at the time. The intergalactic boombox was smothered, covered, chunked, diced, peppered, capped, and topped at the Waffle House. Portions of this podcast were filmed on Polaroid and is available in Dolby Atmos on all sound bars. Oh, sorry, that's a typo. Candy bars. Remember, kids, a smile is a free way to brighten someone's day or severely creep them out. Till next time, doodles. Doodles.